Ladies and gentlemen, and low lives. And we're back for another episode of Meatball Thoughts. We've got John here, myself Tomas, and a very special guest, Woody Jarvis. Oh, hello. In the my fucking building. Let's go, <laughs> son. How's it going? Uh, it's not Woody. often that you meet somebody named Woody. Um, yeah. As soon as I heard your name, because you know this is the first time we're meeting. Of course. I was thinking, how many how many Woodies do I know? And do you do you know them all? Because there, there can't be that many Woodies. Woody Harrelson, fucking. Yeah. yeah Har- Har- what's his name? Woody Harrelson. 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 Doesn't matter. None of us know. Uh, <laughs> there's uh, uh, Woody Allen. Have you ever met another Woody? Is this not like a real one. I've met. No. We could possibly do. <laughs> no, man. Like honestly, like I've. Uh, born with a name, it's not a nickname or anything. That's usually the question I get. It's, it's Woody. Like, it's, not, it's just Woody. Yeah, it's not I was named Woody Wilson. No, but I get that as a nickname for sure. Like I usually get long forms instead of short forms. So how many long forms are there? I don't know. I don't try and keep track of them. And they go right over my head at this point. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, there's like, like, as long as it starts with wood, I'm good. Yeah, I'm like, I don't. uh, Yeah, that's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) Or ends. Wow. Um, yeah, no, I was named after Woody Guthrie, an American folk singer, who, like... Woody Guthrie? Was, he was, like, a big... good tunes? Yeah. I, I imagine you've listened definitely, to Definitely, well, like, I think we all have, and we just don't, like, really think of him, necessarily, especially, okay. like, younger generations. Like, but, yeah, that's interesting. Not well, like, what, what, what kind of shit is his, or that, like, that you remember? Um, like, that song, like, This Land Is Our Land. Oh, yeah, 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 that, yeah. yeah. Shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. A classic. Mm-hmm. Nice. I mean, you and I, okay, so a little background. I met first met you when I was working at Electric Mud. Um, yes. And you were friends with um, Declan? Jack Morse. Like, Jack? I, I knew Jack before Jack I knew Declan because I worked okay. with him at Troni. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, like, he was all around, obviously, because we're all just a bunch of Parkdale rats at that point. Yes. I mean, you born and raised in Toronto, so, like, yeah. every hood in the downtown core is essentially... You, you know it quite well. well especially but downtown more. You, you just started cooking, like, what, seven, eight years ago? Like, I'm seriously? Just, yeah, like, I... Well, like, even then, I, I think I was dishwashing for quite some time, too, right? So, I... Yeah. Like, so, I've been in the industry for probably seven, eight, but I've been cooking for probably more like five, I guess. Okay, yeah. cool. When I think about it. Like, I've always enjoyed cooking. It's always been something I've loved, but... Yeah, yeah. Is there... I mean, so, like, we met back in the day at Park Tale. I was working at Electric Mud. Mm-hmm. You were hanging around with Jacko. Um, I would have been working at People's Dishwashing. Were you probably. People's at the time? Okay, yeah. that's what I was trying to, like... I was trying to do the timeline, because, like, Mud and People's kind of were around the same time. Yeah. Same lifespan. Mm-hmm. Um, how'd, how'd you get into that? What, what, what led you to the... Um... <laughs> Uh, a friend offered me a part, like, I was, I cut my leg open with an angle grinder. Oh, <laughs> and How? I was working. We'll come back I, to the fucking dishwashing story. How the fuck did you do I that? was working on limousines. I was doing welding, and I was, like, it, it started as, like, uh, a and, school program through Central Tech. Yeah, cool. and I was working on limousines. It tur- uh, like, a placement turned into a job. Cool. With a really horrible boss, mm-hmm. and he was taking advantage of like cheap labor from kids schools, at, right yeah. out of schools, yeah. pretty yeah. much, right? Yeah. And um, it's not uncommon in those no, kind of scenarios. No, not at all. But it was like, yeah, literally one of the I think the only 
um, shops in Ontario that works on limousines and services and builds limousines. If really? when you say limousines, you mean like I mean uh, like stretch limos. Stretch limos. Like wow. We I I touched more like customizing and stuff like that. I got to cut an Escalade and a Hummer in half. Um, yeah, that was pretty fun. I mean, even if it has nothing to do with the food industry, that's fucking rad. Yeah. No. So you guys just buy cars, they, cut them in half, and add a chunk in the middle. Is I that think, how it is? I, well, like I think a lot of the time it would be like a like a limo company or you know some rich person <laughs> would yeah, be yeah. like oh like oh, i i turn want this into I a want bigger version yeah, of it yeah like we yeah. you know those like um what's it called the the sprinters the yeah, okay yeah yeah, yeah. yeah the sprinter bins. we got we, yeah. we built an ar- they all we also arm they all also armored vehicles huh. there and Badass. yeah like so i, I, I worked on us we worked on no it is it is, is as it? long as you're licensed yeah oh, okay okay um <laughs> They, I got Military to work on a sprinter that sprinter was bins. for, I'm pretty sure it was for like some mafia family shit. It was for, nice. it was built for literally just a funeral. So like, eh, and, yeah. yeah, you know, makes sense. Well, that, that was just a guess, but like, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I was welding and, like it was welding there and I got pulled off a jaw, like off of welding frame rails to cut up the side of a Lincoln town car that had been brought in and totaled. And I didn't let the tool do the work and it it was like uh, cutting. Broke? Yeah, it was cutting Jesus. wheel with a like one of those thin, carb- oh, okay. like a angle grinder with a thin carbon cutting yeah. wheel on yeah. it, and it just it stopped. And I just remember being like, "Fuck!" and just bounced off my leg a couple times. Yeah. Ooh. So I was at home for about a year, and then like, was it lower leg or upper leg? Lower leg. It was like. Right oh no! Here. But that's your that's your yeah. Uh, that's your, a your very quad, scary area. Right through yeah. your fucking quad. So like it, Jesus. I got lucky. I got lucky. Yeah. Um, like it didn't tear through the whole fucking thing. No. Just into it. Just yeah. It was somehow I got lucky. <laughs> yeah. Nice. But yeah, that ended up me being at home for a bit, and then um, someone offered me a job in the dish pit at Tironi. I was like, yeah, I'll give it a try. Yeah, you're like I can hobble around a dish pit. Oh uh, well, like I was I was healed at that point. Oh okay. Yeah. Cool. Nice. But and then a week into that, they offered me. A chance to do pizza, and then a week into it, Toronto. I know. I know the turnover. Yeah. Wait, that was a Queen Street location. Yeah. Well, literally, it was my friend. Was, yeah. yeah the, exactly. Exactly. My friend that got me the job was like, talked to the chef, and he knew how much I loved to cook, and nice. he kind of just outed me and was like, he, "This is what he loves to do. Like, why don't, why don't you throw him on pizza?" And he was like, yeah, "The yeah. chef was like, you want to go for it?'" I was like, "Sure. Like, do sure, I, do I'll I, try." Do I make more money? Like, was Zorin there? I didn't make. Huh? I mean, everybody's fucking worth it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like, it's kind of a revolving door. There is, there is I, I can't remember if Zorn said that's where he started I think at, at least half the people I know who have worked in restaurants or kitchens in the city have worked at Toronto in some capacity. Yeah. yeah. In some way, shape, or form. Like, it's just, it's one of those institutions. It's been around for, like, fucking 20, yeah. 30 years. Mm-hmm. Like, or at least the, that location. Yeah. Yep, that's the original, I think. Um, but fuck, dude, that's wild. So mm-hmm. then you're you're at Taroni, how long you just kicking it there? Doing pizza for a bit and but the hours I did I wasn't a fan of the hours because they're like six to eight hour shifts and mm. but like they schedule you throughout the week so it'd kinda of monopolize your whole week and you weren't really making that much money. Yeah. Right. So it's not a long Exactly, it's not a very long shift, yeah. right? And like, but so but it's like, like oh, straight rush exactly. time, exactly. And then and then, and then like, or like you'd work the mornings and then you'd be out for dinner, yeah. and like uh, it would just monopolize your week, monopolize your day, and then you felt like you had no free time, but mm. you were also not making like nothing. 
Yeah. So, and so, this is like 10 years ago when... Yeah, I, I was definitely like making minimum wage. Eight years ago, yeah, yeah when was, and minimum wage was fucking way lower. Yeah, I don't really remember, but I, I think I was do, going through... Do, doing my taxes this year, I came across like an old statement. I was like, wow, yeah, I was making absolutely nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, I, rem- I, I I went to the chef. I was like, can you just put me back in the pit and give me doubles? Because like I... And like make sure they're all consecutive... Yeah, just Chefs, so I can fucking you know, at and least have a social he life. He was like, yeah, for sure, that sounds great. <laughs> like, he's like, because I was already covering people's oh ships. Like, it was like all older, older men that mm-hmm. I was working with in the pit, and they were always calling in, and I was covering these shifts anyway, so he's like, wait, I don't have to think about this? Amazing. Yeah, yeah take, do it. So I did that for a bit, and I'd still, like, he'd still bring me on to, like, train a one-two person for pizza when they'd get new guys, even though they had, like, their normal guys that yeah. would obviously train, but, like, mm-hmm. in a pinch, someone needs a hand, they'd throw me in there. Yeah. Um, and yeah, then, it must be great for them. Yeah, I'm sure. Because normally when it's like, oh, let's get the dishwasher to do this, it's like, ah, oh, shit, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, they realize really... pretty quick when they, like, they ask dishwashers to do odd prep jobs, right? Like, yeah. They, yeah, it's they, either it's either your mind works in a way that can execute this, yeah. or it just fucking Yeah, it. once they threw me on, like processing calamari like and they realized i could rip through that they're like oh yeah throw them all the annoying jobs like <laughs> they had me peeling garlic and wow. stuff like all the for, romaine yeah, all the fucking yeah peel, yeah, yeah peeling garlic for taroni taroni <laughs> yeah. i was like why like i couldn't i was like, like why don't they like, get just, this peel just get chinese garlic yeah exactly but you guys you know, go through a kilo a day pretty funny though and like roasted <laughs> like all the peppers were roasted in house too so you're peeling that that's like yeah. A lot. That's to one of my least favorite things in the world to do. Yeah, it's finicky. Oh my god, peeling peppers. They do that once a week for, at the fucking uh, diner for, for the a Pabano very popular Rush. pizzeria, right? Like it's. Yeah. No. Like yeah, probably at the time, arguably one of the most. Yeah. Like because that was before the libretto kick. That was before. It was just as they were opening, I think, on Ossington. Yeah. Yeah. But like Toronto was had been established, yeah, right? Exactly. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Especially with that fucking patio, man. That patio is sick. Have you ever sat on it? No, I never been in. Do yourself a favor. It's beautiful. It's fucking. There's like two trees, like massive apple trees growing trees, up. Yeah, like crap. are they apple trees? Apple trees. There's some fruit trees. Crapple trees. Crapple. Crapple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So I mean, like, what? What is it? I mean, fast forward to mm-hmm. now, you know, pandemic times, um, or maybe just that's let's, a big fast forward. <laughs> I mean, let's, let's is, go. But, let's go know. a little a little before before pandemic. Like I know you were, um, you know, we've had Brian, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Brian Ho, shout out to him. Um, he's come on before, and I want to get him back on so he can talk shit about Bar Mordecai, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, he probably won't do that because he's he's, he's quite professional. Uh, yes, yeah. yes, he 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 holds himself to a bit more of a professional standard than I think I do, in some <laughs> regard. Um, but uh, you were working at uh, Mahjong. Ma- Mahjong, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's like two doors down. Yeah, like, um, I was never able to go because it was during my fucking sober times, right. and I'm like. For the best. I can't put myself in that scenario. Yeah, for the best. <laughs> for the best, then. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah that How was, was that? Because you were running the, running the joint. I was. That yeah. was um, after we closed Peoples. I was like, 2018, we closed Peoples. Mm-hmm. And that was a, that that was was a that ride was a, in itself. Bummer and... It, but it was... It, I think, you know, I think... It, everyone, was, it was right. It was to, kind of a, was a sigh of relief for yeah. everyone that was working there at the time, too. You know, it was... That was like, closing... A, busy restaurant 
a, like a popular spot is always going to be a push, you know, because yeah. all those people that weren't necessarily showing up all of a sudden are right. Yeah, but that's well, a whole. Hey, I, yeah. I remember being there on the last night. It was <laughs> yeah. crazy. Got into a swift argue with my ex the next day. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, yeah. so uh, imagine. So yeah, after two thousand eighteen, Brian. Or it was like, yeah, going, like pretty much just going into 2019, like mm-hmm. literally, Jan- I think I was looking at pay stubs from that too. And it was like, I started with the company in January, like the first week of January. Okay. I was so on the payroll. 2019. Yeah. First. Like right off the jump, that was where I started. And it was like, it was a ride for sure. Um, went into a place that didn't have a chef. It was my first CDC position. Mm. Um, they had had like two kitchen managers that were like, kind of fighting for power <laughs> against each other. I love those. They're like, you're both kitchen managers, but none of you are in control. Oh, yeah. And I, when, <laughs> I, when I first came in, I didn't tell them I was taking over. I just kind of hung out for the first week. And yeah. then, like, a weekend, I was like, yeah, oh, by the way, I'm going to be your new boss. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is why I've been so quiet all week. Um, but, no, that was it, was... it was... It was great. They didn't really... They didn't have purveyors they were buying everything in chinatown so like the owners were going and picking everything up so I how took, many seats was it because that's kind of crazy for it's so long. it was not like a crazy amount but it's a big space right yeah because like, it, it was like it was like it's more of a cocktail bar okay. right it was oh, okay. it was like a fairly well-established cocktail bar at this yeah. point they had done very well for themselves um they had some popular bartenders there you know well-known in that side of things i'm mm-hmm. obviously not on that side of things so but yeah, lovely people everyone I, I, I know who i know like maggie keo and like matt and that's yeah. it and i'm like that's enough yeah that's fair enough, enough. People um <laughs> i can't name one bartender but yeah no it was it was a it was a great learning experience you know what i mean i came on and i didn't want to get rid of anyone mm. i wanted to kind of just work with who they already had there nice yeah because like i've i've heard stories of people new people coming in and just like cleaning house and how yeah. like that kind of i just yeah, i didn't well, want to be that guy you don't want to be that vibe right i didn't want to be like, that guy it's i like such a, it's, it's and such i i also kind of wanted to challenge myself and see if i could like build up these cooks too you know what i mean and see see what i could do with just like what was already there i thought yeah. that would kind of be an interesting challenge yeah and it was definitely a challenge <laughs> it was like some of it was really good and rewarding and other parts of it were obviously you know kind of the good bad and the ugly with all that kind of painful right? but yeah. You know, exactly. Good, bad, and ugly. Very small kitchen. It used to be a Portuguese bakery, so there's mm-hmm. a lot of space downstairs, and a lot of, like, there's those big windmill ovens downstairs, yeah, 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 and, yeah. like, a proofer and stuff, and we never, obviously, they, they had been out of use for years, so we never got to use them, but we were, we did end up getting to a point where we were using that space downstairs for prep, and, like, we we wanted to you know expand things and that was going to be yeah. the prep area also for bar mordecai yeah as yeah well. that's what that's what brian was telling mm-hmm. me um i don't know if it was on the pot or not but it was um he was like you know that space was supposed to be like you know it would produce all the bread and like mel would just have her little dungeon down there yeah. where she could just crush exactly like um shout out to mel and fucking high tea those have you have you tried her uh yeah her yeah. little weed no they're, things they're so good yeah no everything i love working with mel mel's dude she's a fucking savage. she's awesome the company's called high tea high tea yeah oh, like and it's edibles yeah, yeah. nice yeah <laughs> i feel like yeah she's like she's she's one of them like like everything she puts up or that i've seen her put up or been able to taste from her is just it's 
fucking incredible. Like, but it's French, all, it French all techniques. No, it's weed. not weed. Oh, okay, okay. Um, this is just like a little project that her and okay, her okay. partner are doing. Um, but like a little side hustle. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. Right. Um, that's fucking rad, man. So then, I mean. I mean, I don't, I don't want to, I, I don't want you to talk shit or anything like that, but like, you know, mm-hmm. you end up leaving there because they, did they shut down or they so, sold it or so what, what initially, happened? like, I think we opened, or I don't know how many weeks before the actual lockdown, we opened Bar Mordecai, mm-hmm. um, but we did. Yeah, it was like a month or it some was shit. like a month or I don't know, a very short period of time. It didn't feel like a month even. Um, wasn't like it never got like up to speed really and then we went into lockdown obviously everyone talks about like oh we thought it was gonna be two weeks but yeah Yeah. (laughs) but it wasn't and and then summer comes around and you know spots start thinking about running little patios and stuff Mm -hmm. so kind of got brought back there for that but it was a little sporadic a little disorganized there had been like some divide in the company on hmm. I like won't get into that because it's really not my business. Yeah. That's um on like the top end of things. Oh so diplomatic of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just like I'm not part of the company anymore. Yeah. You know. So yeah, I'm, not, no, I'm not I, and that and that's why I was like there's Ex- no point in talking shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, um whatever, but yeah, cool. so it did that for a bit and you know, it just I wasn't getting the time I needed to pay bills, you know. Yeah. yeah so I was like, well Got an offer elsewhere, moved on, nice. and so yeah, it's been kind. It's been kind of crazy. Like looking back at the pandemic, like in <laughs> lockdown portion of it, more so. Like I've literally worked in probably every situation in a kitchen. Like when it comes to like a pl- opening a place, working at a a place that was struggling to like push food out or like yeah. even have customers come Taking in over in a transition for a you know management change yeah that that just leading into it like yeah. even the year before right but then also yeah then opening a new place like during it like when things kind of opened up a little bit you know right. when the people could have like the reduced capacity Such inside a tease. Like, you know, like, <laughs> we were making good, like, this was at, um, AMPM, the club, it was, like, in the space that was, um, parts and labor. Oh, okay, you mm-hmm. bounced around there, too. Yeah, the noodle bar, I was yeah, part yeah. of a noodle bar in the back there, Great. um, and, uh, yeah, so, making... How was that? What? I, I didn't even fucking hear about this, like, that's how dumb my brain is. Yeah, like, fair what? enough, it was great, like, we were making really amazing money, when we like even with the reduced capacity but then things got that pushed back to that 11 o'clock like last call thing yikes yeah and every and like all our money was made between like 11 to 2 in the morning right yeah like the bulk of our money so like it was kind of like oh fuck then went into takeout you know and then so i got to experience starting a new takeout program which you know was Okay, there's, but there's, it's not enough to pay for that space, yeah. and not enough to like. I don't know. It was just, it was hard for sure, and then from that going like, oh, once again being like, oh, okay, shutting that down for the time being until we can open up inside again. So I was like, now I got to figure out something else, and went became a deli man. And I yeah, work at yeah, Lambos, Lambos, and Jay and uh, we ate there we ate there a couple months ago, and. It's- Fucking tight ass sandwich. Yeah, yeah, really sandwich. good. It's tasty. Why does the lettuce need to be so fine? I don't know, but 
Fair enough. Fair <laughs> that, enough. That's just me and my own personal yeah. idiocy. Yeah. Fair. Like you know. Fair enough. Um, Super fucking. Also, Chris Cristobal Bascuñan helped. Bascuñan helped bring that many to fruition. So. Who is this? Bass. Bass is uh, uh, the only other Chilean cook I know in the yeah. city. <laughs> <laughs> he was a, another former chef at um, Snack Bar. Yeah. As well. Okay. Snacks. Yeah. He worked at People's too for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, he's loving. I think he's out. He's out in the Hammer now. He's Hamilton. at uh, Shorty's Pizza. He's running Shorty's Pizza. Really? Yeah. Shout out Shorty's. Yeah. Bass. I should fucking talk to Bass. We're going to get him in June. That's going to happen. Um, and by get him in, I mean likely I'll have to go to him. So, but, yeah. Um, fucking So, rad. working at another, like, a, another experience in kitchens in this pandemic, you know, a place that had newly opened and is doing really well. You yeah. Know, like, really, They're really crushing. well. Selling as, out. As far as I know. Selling out a lot. And nice. just, just really great people. In when did they open? Do you remember exactly? <sighs> um... Whenever people ask, I hear them say around six months ago, so I'm going to go relieve okay. that. Yeah, maybe but like, like yeah. in the middle. But like, yeah, like yeah. November, yeah. December last year kind of deal. Something yeah. like Ish. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fuck, man. Well, I mean, that's like when we talked to the Crosley guys, and they were like, I don't know, man, like, we just kind of opened in the pandemic because we kind of fucking had to. Yeah. yeah. Like, but it was also one of those things where I bet, I mean, with with all of that, like, like you're saying, you're like, I've fucking seen... You know, these these different layers, this, like, building a takeout situation, you know, that little bit of seating stuff, that all that, like, you've seen all these layers, the different management layers. Like, is there, is, is there something you're kind of building towards with all that experience? Would you like to have your own little joint? I don't know. Eventually like... <laughs> one day? Or is it just, like, because for me, mm-hmm. it, the owning a restaurant has never been the goal. No, I understand. I'm always just like, yeah, I'd fucking run somebody's restaurant, which I'm kind of doing now with the one other cook that works at the diner it's like mm-hmm. just the two of us that are there you know 80 percent of the time and the owner's only there two days a week fair enough but like what would what, what's the what's the push what's the goal right what's... now they're honestly i can't really think of an end game because it's yeah. like i said it's been such a turbulent yeah couple just, of years like it's get through. i don't think i've had this many jobs yeah, in my life, in like two years, it's yeah. crazy. For me like, what does that not... like? What does that do to kind of like like it's... your 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 anxiety or your it's... your heart a little? Does it um, fucking amp you up? Because oh, I know some people are like, I fucking love bouncing around. I'm like, <sighs> it's been both. Like, it, like yeah. well, like it's been a up and down. You know what I mean? Just yeah. like just like some of the businesses I've worked at. You know, it it can be gut wrenching at times. Mm. And like I just moved this past summer as well. Moved in with my girlfriend and oh nice nice yeah. But it was like but that was like during the transition period of moving out of Mahjong as well. So it was like I, uh, I was like where yeah, I, I have of... no money. And, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like do you want to be I, my sugar mom for a little I'm bit? Like do where's like she also works industry too and it's like so and front of house so it's even harder to find work Fuck, dude but you know we've made it work and it's been hard because we have this beautiful space but we're starting from scratch again because we wanted to you know first mm-hmm. time living together and we don't want to really bring too much of our like our old spots and yeah. to be fair i didn't really have that much at my last spot either yeah. beside or much i wanted to bring that is yeah, yeah. so but it's been hard because, like, we, you know, we we want to, we have this beautiful apartment that we want to fill with things. So, like, there's yeah. a lot of silver linings. There's a lot of great things that have happened this year, but it's it's definitely been a struggle. Mm. For sure. Yeah. Mm. 
What's what's something you're doing just to keep your heart happy these days? Going for nice walks, going for yeah, runs, doing push-ups. What are you doing? No push-ups. <laughs> you, you're getting haircuts. I see that. Kind. I mean, like I, well, I referenced it before the pod, and I was just like. Yo, man, the last time I saw you, your hair was fucking, like, really out to long. here, and it was, yeah. like, you were super greaseful. I had long hair for a very long time. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, no, I, I cut it, like, in the early days uh, at Mahjong, so, like, early 2019. Oh, okay. And I've been keeping it fairly short since then. Yeah, it has been a while since I've seen you. It has <laughs> been a, it's been a couple of years, I think. Like, maybe in passing or said hi, but nothing, yeah. not really actually chatting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fuck, man. But, like, what, so what, what are you doing? Are you... Just been working, man. Yeah. Like honestly, it's kind of just been a treading water situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Does like, it does it kind of keep your heart a little, a little more happy just to kind of it helps. just zone into work and you're like, cool, this is what I'm it doing. It does. Now. It does. It, like, I've always been someone that like I like doing the head down, you know, getting to it mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And working at mo- like working with good people is definitely the one thing keeping me going right mm. now, you know, I made a point Lambos, Lambos and Four and six. snack bar, you know, mm. people that I've worked with in the past and that I know and love for the most part. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, I'm, you know, we're all just looking for that light on the horizon right now, aren't we? Yeah. Fucking so man. dude, we'll I see, just, we'll just see what the summer brings. <laughs> we'll see what the summer brings. Yeah. Um, but overall I'm happy. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I am. I just I just want to figure out what my next move is. I'm kind of like almost in a place where like I want to go back to more of a learning experience. You know what I mean? Okay. I want to do something new. You know. Within I'm, cooking. Or? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I mean, Doug, if, if you want to work in the East End, no fucking <laughs> like come work at the diner. Um, so you. Said, that, that might not yeah. be a super learning experience though, because you are experiences as you are already. Yeah. But it sounds like. You made a, a, a transition cooking from, you know, you started out in Italian making pizzas. That was your first time cooking, right? Mm-hmm. How did you get into the um, uh, uh, the kind of Asian side of things at Mahjong and at, um, uh, you were saying the noodle place where parts and labor yeah, used to be too, right? Def- was, definitely people's, yeah. um, for sure. Yeah, it was just there's that place is such. Can you guys, can you guys give me a breakdown of people? Because I've heard you talk about it so much, but I don't actually. Know yeah, I know. But I I, I saw wicked shit about it. I mean, <laughs> like, <laughs> like you told me about the social situation there, but like as a business, what was it like? Like how big was it? What was the food like? Uh, I don't have a great it was mental image of what it by was. By the time they renovated it, like because they renovated a room upstairs and added like another twenty seats, I think. It was like seventy or eighty seats, mm-hmm. pretty sizable for Toronto, especially in Chinatown. And for yeah. the space, when you like, like when you really like, if you looked at the the front of that restaurant, dude, you wouldn't think you wouldn't with, you wouldn't think yeah. yeah you'd fit eighty people in there by any means. Yeah, it was kind of bananas. Um, but like the the menu was all the menu was just pure like Toronto. The the whole restaurant was like an homage to Toronto, and being in Chinatown, which used to be. A Jewish neighborhood um, 50, 60 years ago, there was a lot of, you know, we had um, like uh, like a sea, like a, uh, what was it? It was like a, the platter, the smoked fish platter oh, yeah. with like lox and cream cheese and um, and like trout. bagel chips and all that yeah. shit. Like it was just... Whitefish salad. Also, yeah. Whitefish salad. And yeah. then... A lot like, of like Chinese influence too. Yeah. But then like tons but, of... So there was always... There was like different regions. So there was like... Um, there was like a f- couple of French dishes. There was 
um, a couple of Chinese dishes, like Peking duck was, that was like, that was, <laughs> dude, yeah. that duck was fucking fire. <laughs> so good. It's like French techniques on the duck. Yeah. And then, but it came with like a duck comfy fried rice, um, lettuce wraps. And like fucking duck, Chinese, like sesame pancakes and like, yeah. like those, like the, the yeah. hot water dough, um, started with, pancakes. started yeah, with yeah. a duck consomme. Yeah. Like it was fucking, there was, it was all, it was super technique. Like there was tons of technique in that place and there was a lot of love in the food, but there was just a, as, as much as there was as thought and love and appreciation put into the food, there was also that put into the debauchery. And at the end, <laughs> wow. there was. Realistically, there was. Yeah. yeah. I mean, to, to, not for everybody. Yeah. But no, there was sure. a core few staff there that there was a lot of debauchery. And I think over time, it just became too much to balance. Now, was that debauchery, which is an interesting word. It has a good word. Um... Uh, <laughs> uh, was that stuff that was happening at work that wasn't really? No, it was always after you clocked out. It was yeah. It was, it was rarely yeah. it was rarely during shift. It wasn't like back in the fucking Susser days when you know you'd hear stories of them having a cutting board in the kitchen just for blow. Like that was it. I'm, I'm not speaking out of turn here. Many people know us. So <laughs> what color is that? Because the red ones for me. <laughs> I think it's a yellow I, I one for poultry. They already I think have it was just one. a mirror. <laughs> yeah, oh, just a mirror. It's a mirror kind of board. Yeah, a mirror and a those. razor blade. But like, yeah, I thought that you couldn't have glass in the kitchen. But, but I mean, I people's people's was also it's it was just like, you know, there was there was uh, a Bulgarian dish there or they um, throw in or Hungarian rather not mm-hmm. Bulgarian but like it was just like whatever they wanted to do but each dish was very specific to that culture like the the hoidapap. Um, or the botechen was like those were both um, Viet dishes, and they were just they were uh, f- Korean on the Korean my on bad. the HDB, um, but sorry. Viet on the okay. I had one. <laughs> my bad. Um, but like, it was just it was it was just like we love this city, and these are the dishes from these cultures that we love. Yeah, it's interesting to hear you talk about it. I feel like now that would probably not fly. I don't yeah. think you could get away with Cultural doing that. Cultural appropriation, yeah, 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 especially like, Which is like just like a in, white run with woke culture. Fuck it. Kitchen I mean, in well, Chinatown. Uh, yeah, yeah, three out of four were white. Yeah, and, 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 and the management there was white. Were they not? Dusty was the. Uh, Dusty was a head chef. Yeah, Adrian, Dave, and Matt. and Matt. The only Chinese guy. Yeah. Um, but it's, I mean, they're like all comedically super professional in their yeah. own. And right. I'm sure the food was great. I just say like probably th- like this year it wouldn't. Yeah. It wouldn't yeah. Work no. Out. No. They, I was, wouldn't be able to. I was go. thinking about that like yeah. a little bit the other week. Actually, I was like, yeah, that probably wouldn't wouldn't fly. But like, why why does it have to not fly? Like what? Like there's fucking um in uh what's his name. And Pock Pock in uh, Brooklyn. Uh, what's the, the chef owner's name? I have no idea. I know the restaurant, but I, I don't know. Um, White guy cooks Thai food. Thai food, yeah. Like, and, yeah. Ha- and now has a Michelin star. Um, which is wild, because I've been there and that place does not deserve a star. No. But <laughs> the service was horrendous. The food was fucking next level, but the service was horrendous. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I don't know. Like, I don't know where I stand on this whole thing of, like, cultural appropriation in food. Fuck it. Uh, if you love the food, then make the food. And as long as if it's good, like, who cares? And then, like, it's know, totally a problem that we face me. socially in society today. Like, not just in food, but, like, in, in the bigger picture, like, you know, in fashion or in, um... Oh, yeah, tell us about like, fashion, don't we? Hollywood, yeah, I have no fashion. But, um, you know, in in movies and cinema and music and that kind of stuff, there's always been problems of, you know, uh, uh, people not being, uh, or people, like, whole cultures being taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just not being, like, the damage that misrepresenting a culture can do to that culture. That's real, right? Like, 100%. if you... Uh, See, I think I think the difference I think where people's where people's could still succeed in today's day and age yeah. is because each of those dishes was very respectful of that culture. It was very respectful of the ingredients, and the story was told. Yeah, it was not manipulated to taste like white people wanted to taste. It was not manipulated to taste like anybody else. Was it because that like, culture would just... want it to taste? Like I'm, so, I'm fairly certain. I'm sure it was good. I'm sure it was good. I'm sure execution was good. But like, yeah, like, like let's talk shit about my food that I used to cook. Though. Let's let's find it. Well, I, I'm 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 trying to see why that wouldn't fly anymore. That's what that's what I'm trying to like yeah, dig yeah. into. Mm-hmm. If you have a duck like uh, th- this duck dish, from what you described of it, it's like uh, you know it's being called uh, Peking duck, which is yeah. I. I have a picture in my head of that. I don't know a lot about the process of making it, but... Um, Curing, smoking. Roasting. Yeah. You know, it has that glassy skin. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, often eaten with the, the wraps and vegetables. and mm-hmm. um, This was definitely, like, a different preparation of duck, right? This is, like, a French-type a French roasted duck? No. No. No, it was oh, okay. cured, 24-hour cure. You Then you blanch it. And then you dry it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you'd smoke it. And then you'd dry it. And then you'd fucking roast it. And then you'd dry it. Like, and it was, it was a, it, yeah. it took five to seven days. Wow. Like a Peking duck normally would. Yeah. But it was done probably a little, like, I, I don't know the. Like, what was, what was French about it? Huh? What was French about it? I mean, we threw it in a deep fryer after. Oh, nice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> still got, still got like maltose for the skin, which yeah. usually yeah. gives it that gloss like texture. But yeah. it, unlike you know you, when you go to most like Canto spots or whatever, it, um, it was there was a lot more of the breast instead yeah. of like I feel like traditional peking duck is a, like you get a lot more of the skin. Right, yeah. that tends to be the yeah. start. Like the the, the, say that, the ducks we were using were like ducks that French restaurants would use. Yeah, because proportionally they're very different. Like duck to yeah. duck. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot if of. You look no, they, they were not the ones that were hanging in fucking yeah. Chinatown. Yeah, which are rather slim, yeah. mm-hmm. long, exactly, yeah. long legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay, like, that's cool. The the process was like legit. Yeah, and that's that's cool. That seems like that but seems the, like the kind of thing that would would shouldn't be a problem today. So why are you trying to make uh, a problem, John? He's just curious. <laughs> he doesn't have the menu. Yeah, I, I don't understand the dish at all. And, and I'm trying to see why people are getting in trouble. These yeah. days, yeah, some there are jackasses out there that are. Like, uh, yeah, I well, think I mean, it, there's people that probably fucking chirp you for doing bentos. Yeah, like, that's yes the thing. No? Like, s- s- not yet. Not yet. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm maybe sure. I'll run into after that. this episode, Fingers maybe. Crossed. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, and you know, like I have to 
always think about that whenever I do something. I mean, but you're also but, certified by the Japanese government. I, yeah, to I, bendos, I think so. I think what go a lot of it is too is when you're you're not giving the showing the respect, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. when it's when people are making like uneducated statements about the dishes that they are making. Yeah. You know, and claiming things, maybe they're not the most educated on what they are cooking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. That, I think that's the responsibility, especially as white cooks, that we do have, right? Yeah. yeah. To, to, to yeah. If, if you are going to be cooking yeah. someone else's, some another culture's cuisine, you really do have to be educated yeah. on well, it. Well, and that's like age, yeah, age, <laughs> Dave, <laughs> Matt, and Dusty were all, they're, they were yeah, super diligent about that mm-hmm. stuff, right? Yeah, all the research that went into every dish was like... Extensive. Ex- very extensive, yeah. yeah. I mean, there was definitely some like, some <laughs> French dishes that like... You know, when, when Bri was when Bri was cooking with us there, he was just like, I know the history behind this. I don't have to do research on it because I love yeah. French food. And all well, that so it it's just came like, up in French what's kitchens yeah. mostly, right? Right. Yeah. So it's, um, but yeah, man. But also, fuck. fucking, who cares? It's French food, right? Yeah, yeah nobody. <laughs> wait, if you're cooking like French, Italian, or uh, Spanish food, yeah. I, I don't think anybody is going to, basically if you're cooking white food, you're, yeah, you're the, good. You don't have to research it anymore. Because yeah. nobody's yeah. gonna. Yeah, no, there's very few you know, people that would get you, offended. You cannot be racist against anybody who food. gets offended you at can that. Laugh off. They typically wear hats and carry tiki torches. Um, no. But. <laughs> okay. Oh. Okay. Dangerous yes, territory. <laughs> it's a joke. Anyways, I didn't say it was a good joke. Um. <laughs> Uh, we're sitting at about 37, usually cap it at about 40. Uh, let's go, um, and as you know, maybe you don't, maybe you do, maybe okay. you do now. Okay, now. Uh, end of the episodes, we do shoutouts. Sweet. Um, who are you shouting out this week? Who needs some love? I mean, we've already shouted out a bunch of spots. Like yeah. Lambos and stuff. But Lambos yeah, and like stuff. Are, deep already. Um, yeah, both those sure. spots are doing really well, but go check them out for sure. Yeah. You know, i got to support the people Lambos. that have supported me and kept me afloat. Yeah. What's, what's the go-to? What's your <laughs> favorite thing at, at Lambos? Lambos? Yeah. Honestly. What's, what's like, the fucking sandwich, man? Because, like, I got to... The specials are always good. Yeah. Usually Wednesdays and Thursdays. Um, but, honestly, like... Turkey Club is great. Right. I would never order a Turkey Club. I, really? or, I don't know why. I not even Turkey Club, that. just the Turkey Classic. Swiss. Sorry. Turkey Swiss. It's just, it's just, like, honestly, usually I wouldn't be drawn to that on a menu either, but having gone through, I think, all of the sandwiches the at this point, it is one of the sleepers. The Turk, the quality of the turkey that they bring in there is really good. Nice. Um, we get were it just talking me. about whether or not you could have a turkey as a pet in Toronto. That was, like, our pre... pre- uh, uh, I don't think so. Oh, I was talking to Dora and Paulina about them as before you came. That'd be yeah. pretty sweet. Yeah. You probably pretty loud. They're super loud. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably why. And eventually you're just like, fuck it, do I just kill this thing and eat yeah. it? <laughs> that's like, that's a thing, you know? Like, if you have a cat, that's not an option. Mm-hmm. Like, at no point can you kill and eat your cat if it misbehaves. Why not? You have a pet turkey. Just, well, you, can't, <laughs> you, you just can't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> you really can't talk about it, yeah. It just tastes like rabbit. Um, but, sure. yeah, shout out. Lambos, shout out Snack Bar, thank you for, mm-hmm. you know, paying the bills, and yeah. all the people there love them, uh, but also UFO on Niagara Street. Yeah, you were telling us about that. Yeah, between, uh, it was between my... Between King and Queen. K- between King Niagara. and Queen, right across from Niagara Street Public School, um, grew up going there for breakfast, it was Greek-owned originally, it's now, uh, Viet family owns it, they also have really lovely Viet food, on top of their classic diner menu. Really affordable, yummy, yeah. you know. If How you're hungover, what's, what's, I, what's I don't your... know because I don't live 
I just, right there yeah. anymore. I haven't been in a little bit, but I, I, I had a friend from Lambo's order some stuff from them last week, so I'm assuming they're up and running yeah. still. Nice. Good, good, yeah. good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what was your order back in the day? Like when I was really young, it was like, like you talking like like you know, literally five, five, hot, six, dog yeah. 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 <laughs> like, hot dog and fries, yeah, <laughs> and like they slice the hot dog down the middle and press it on the griddle and like it's yeah yeah it's those like that red that like yeah. fucking red street meat dog on yeah. that yellow yeah. bun yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean literally yeah. just ketchup when I was younger because I was the pickiest child yeah. and then I'd usually give my fries to my friend Chris because I was. Because it's a vegetable. Well, because it's just a lot of food for a small child, I think. (laughs) Like, the large fry there is, like, a big boy. Big box, yeah. It's not like I should be stoned if I'm trying to eat that. Or (laughs) hungover, yeah. 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 Sounds like a place to go, man. No, it's definitely, like, a sleeper. Okay, John, John. I just lost uh, my childhood beloved it's actually my favorite restaurant in toronto called the uh, the blur jane restaurant i just saw that the building was for sale uh greek owned uh, diner greek owned uh, again <laughs> yeah yeah it was like incredible and you know they haven't changed their prices in years and years and years and it's yeah. just uh, another victim of the uh the covid mm-hmm. pandemic um so r.i.p to them but they're they're not my shout out because you know can't get their food anymore. So um, I don't want to start on a negative note, but that's good. Yeah, well, no, it made me think. You know, the, oh, it's the, nostalgia, the, man. You got yeah, you got yeah, you got to pay dues. I know. I just, I yeah, think. yeah. No, that's and true. like all things nostalgic, they don't last forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I've been really lucky this past week and a half. Been going out, uh, getting out of the city, which is super, has been super great. We've had great weather. Uh, been picking all sorts of wild edibles oh, with my nice. friend Nick Stark of Stark North. That's his company. Um, nice. he's getting up and running. He's been forging forever. I think he's been forging for like 10 or 11 years for guys like Mark's Mushrooms and Forbes and you know, all like yeah, his stuff right. is at the cheese boutique. Sometimes he's, he's stuff all over the city. Um, and now, now he's, just but now doing, he's, he's, he's doing, doing his, his own, own thing. Nice. That's where the ramps came from. Downstairs. That's where the ramps yeah. came from. Nice. And there were, I don't know, there were four boxes on the table. I was going to ask, yeah, are those all morels down there, dude? So like, also, yeah, if anybody needs morels, hit John up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to uh, trying give him to a hand selling them because I uh, last the other day when he dropped those off, he had picked like between the morning and midday about 400 pounds of morels by himself. Fuck, that's he's like he's an absolute unit. mountain man animal. <laughs> Fucking unit morel gorilla. <laughs> does he have a back or does he just live at ground yeah. level? No, yeah, he wears. Like, I just want to know what 500 pounds does morels he, yeah, he even must, looks right? like. That's such like like a shoebox is like. Two and a half, three pounds. Yeah. So that's a lot of shoeboxes. That's shoe a lot of shoeboxes. Like, yeah. Jesus Christ. That would, like... I'm trying to look around that's the like room. When it, that's I like know, a, I'm a, looking, a I'm stretch sprinter van. To put it in terms we can understand. Jesus yeah. Christ. Nice. Yeah. Big show. So, yeah. Um, he has uh, Instagram and uh, a website that you can buy some stuff. I think right now it's only dried mushrooms. He has an amazing farm. He grows all sorts of stuff. He's like a, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to think of the word, uh, not a she. biology, but like a, a, a horticultural nerd when it okay. comes to uh, growing vegetables and fruits. Amazing. Um, so yeah, check his stuff out and um, hopefully... All organic and all that jazz, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all no low intervention uh, stuff. Um, the dream for me is one day to have a fish shop running with Matt where we can mm-hmm. sell his farmed and wild 
mushrooms and vegetables. Uh-huh. I mean, which fingers crossed is not far off. But no, hopefully within the year we'll get that. That's yeah. amazing. We'll, we'll That'd be fucking there. amazing. Yeah. We'll put a little uh, podcast studio in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Recording. I'll pay your rent. Um, <laughs> we'll just do it in the walk-in fridge. Yeah, yeah, that, that won't be too noisy. No. Um, <laughs> and uh, I just started following um, these uh, this restaurant. It's on Lansdowne. Um, uh, it's called Donna's. Uh, just like super. I've heard good things about mm-hmm. it. Uh, classic. Kaibar talks about it all. Yeah. So uh, super tasty. Uh, I haven't eaten there yet. I just came across them recently, but um, they uh, just like super classic. Like some ribs, um, just tasty ass food. I think it's kind of like whatever they want to do, they do. Um, but uh, go check them out. Um, yeah, super tasty. Actually, you know what? I should. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go eat that on Thursday. Anyway, nice. sorry. Now, now I'm just talking to myself <laughs> yeah. out loud. Uh, Got to do laundry. Like almost noon. And <laughs> no, my laundry is in already. It's oh, that's nice. what's happening right now. Uh, <laughs> um, but anyways, that's the bourgeoisie uh, fuck has laundry in his house. Huh? You, you have you have house laundry, right? Yeah. 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 I won't live in a place that doesn't have laundry in the fucking one percenter. Fuck yeah! I won't. I won't live in a place. That's a Pfizer vaccine. They're they're giving you Pfizer for sure. Actually, I'm getting vaccinated tomorrow for Pfizer. Yeah. 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 Legit. Legit. Yeah. Um. So excited. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Big Pfizer energy. Yeah. Has a washing machine in his house. Yeah. Um. And an air fryer. Okay. And on that note. Uh, we love you. We appreciate you for coming in. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it was, a lot of, um, it was fun. John, yeah, it's lovely always. to meet you. You as well. You, you as should well. come on soon. I'd love to come back. Yeah. 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 Um, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye for yeah. now. Ciao. Bye bye. Hey guys, thank you for listening. As always, if you have any comments or concerns, please hit us up at Meatball Thoughts on Instagram or email meatballthoughts at gmail.com. We love you and appreciate your support. Bye for now.